Welcome to the Compassionate Warrior. This is a podcast about rising up and becoming a warrior, empowering women through compassion and strength. Each episode, we will be interviewing women from all walks of life and learn from their journey. However, today it's going to be different, obviously. It's not going to be a lady or a woman, but rather my very own JT husband. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Jay. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so uh, a lot of you probably would would wonder why do I have to interview someone or a gentleman like himself to be on my show. Um, I'd like to, to know what are men's thought about women? And this is going to give us a little bit of an angle about it, right? So he, he's surrounded by women. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact, right? Yeah, estrogen everywhere. <laughs> And I believe um, it's been a pleasant experience for you. Uh, a learning. A learning. learning one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So maybe perhaps this show would actually dedicate to a lot of men who would like to know more about women or how they can better understand women from your point of view, obviously. Obviously. All right. First, let's begin with your journey, right? So I know that you are raised by such a strong woman herself, just like your mom. Mm-hmm. And can you can you please tell me about her ways, what do you like about her, and and what do you admire about her? Um, yeah, I was raised by a very strong and uh, go go further a badass woman. Uh, my mom was uh, born in Montreal, like in Cremazy, so it's not a ghetto, but it was a hard neighborhood. So she learned to uh, <coughs> sorry, she learned to defend herself and uh, to, to take care of herself, stand for herself. Uh, I had many story of her uh, kicking some ass at school because a guy like tried to. Uh, you know, I like take her bra strap or something, and she literally like kick his ass. So, uh, yeah, I come. Uh, that's a woman who raised me. So she was uh, honestly, I thought she would have been a good mobster. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> she was strong, she was fair, but she was. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to say it. She was just tough, you know. So, uh, but not with me, you know. I'm her son, so she was extremely loving to me. Uh, she was my greatest supporter, of course. Everything I was doing was so great, like uh, a good mom. Uh, but I was the only one that had that privilege, pretty much. That's yeah. great to hear. And now uh, you say that she's tough. So how do you come, how, like, somehow balance the two of seeing her stuff and uh, seeking as, uh, you know, like as a role model for yourself, but at the same time being soft and nurturing and compassionate on the other hand? So how do you, how does she meet that balance between the well, two? The thing is, like. <clears throat> It was great to be raised by uh, by her because she was a great role model and I learned a lot from her. But also in the meantime, uh, I grew up in a family where my mom and my dad were not really traditional in their role. So they were both doing chores. They were both doing what they had to do. It was not like, you know, the mom does everything and the dad goes to work. It was not like that at all. So I was kind of ignorant. Uh, it, it, the positive is like I had a good model, but the negative is like I didn't realize there was such a problem. Uh, with inequality or stuff like that. You know what I mean? I realized that way further in life. (laughs) When when I get in society and I realize that, oh, shit, not every woman is like my mom and they're going to take what they want and they're going to take what they need and what they think they deserve. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and so so it was the positive is like I I love the way I was raised by her, but the negative is like I was completely ignorant that it was such a big difference, a big gap, you know, between the men and the women in the society. Because I didn't saw that when I was young. I do believe that women are better people. For 100%. Women are more compassionate, more empathy, 
they're just better people than men. That's that's you know undisputable, extremely strong. And that's what I was saying. Most women have to be double strong just to True. have the basic that a man can have pretty much easily. True. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was saying. That's what I realized. I knew there were some struggle, of course, because I saw my mom for a decade uh, every night at the supper complaining about her job, complaining that there was due at her job that was like pushing her aside, not giving her what she was deserving. She was getting a less paycheck. I heard all those things and I knew those things, but I also saw her fighting those things. And, and she ended up being the, the, the manager of the bank she was working for and have the, better, the best salary. And, and it was retroactive. She, like, she cashed out at one point. What I didn't realize is like not everybody's going to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the difference. Like, my mom did that. Like, she, 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 fight for it. she fight for it. And, and it was not easy. And, and she lost her health to it. You know, she, she's dead now. And, and, and she didn't have a, a, a long, uh, many years after she uh, finished, after her retirement. She died like just a couple of years after that. And, and I really believe that it has to do with all that fight that she has to go through. You know, all the stress, all the, 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 the struggle that she went through for those years. I believe like kind of, you know. It's a build up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because she was tough, we didn't really feel how deep was the struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, I was saying like a woman that take that empower herself, and you know, I'm gonna get what I what I deserve. So for me, I was like, yeah, you know, like just, that's what it's supposed to be. You know, it's all good. I didn't realize though the problem was that large to everyone, and you know, and everything. And one of the reasons I didn't realize is because, as I say sooner, men don't see women as an as an equal, and. Um, and I do also believe that equality between men and women is absolutely impossible, um, because the equality standard is based on what women, what men choose to be. Like for the last forty years, I heard like things like, "Oh, a woman beat a, a male tennis player," or a "Female finally became a cops," or a "Female finally became a CEO," or a "Female finally became," but it's always female ending up in the men's zone. You know what I mean? It's always mm. like a female finally playing hockey professionally or a female playing. But it's, it's why we don't have to be equal to you also as being better people and being maybe more compassionate, being better father and being better men in general. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just you try to race to us. So if we see that like that, it, it's not equality. It's because we accept that you're under and sometimes you can raise to our level. Wow, you know what I mean? And you even deserve a tap on the back for that. So no matter what you do, I think women is screw because you always, it's a man's world and we set up the rules. And even when a woman ending up thinking that she used men to her advantage, it's still the men that benefit out of it. That's, so I do believe that equality is going to exist when we accept that we're two different things. It's like comparing a banana and apple and say, apple is better. And from now on, we're going to manipulate and, and distribute and, and sell banana exactly like apple. It's like, it's not going to work. It's not the same thing at all. So they have to be treated each on, a, each on their own way to be, you know. So equality is, is, is this weird 
image that we think we create just to give women the impression that we were open to your situation. But I don't really think that we are. So can you expand on that? Maybe you could, what do you think would be a good place for a woman? Or uh, what is it in a woman's world that think that you think that men could be or could As be in long, position with? It's like, when you check where it matter, like um, who own what? Men own land. Men own resources. Men own what? really matter at the end you know what i mean mm -hmm. so as long and, and it's of course because we created the world for us you know it's all society live with what we want religion military whatever those things we created and each one of those things women are always push aside true <laughs> historically speaking we went yeah. are just followers in that moment because we are yeah. left like to take care of the kids yeah. take care of those soldiers i mean nothing really in particular that yeah. would actually showcase our talent or our leadership in that role because exactly. we weren't given the platform or given the opportunity to do so. Yeah, but because we give some space to some woman through history, we were all we men were always going to use that as a oh yeah, but look, there's like you know it's not a good example, but hey, there's Joan of Arc. You know they're always going to drop a woman in history to be like no no, there's a woman that did that too. Yeah, but the proportion is not even close. You know, like, yeah, there were some mean queen that did something great or whatever, but how many king, you know, like, you know what I mean? The mm -hmm. proportion is out of, uh, it, it doesn't make sense. So, <clears throat> but men are going to use that, you know, no, no, look, there's one CEO woman, you know, like as an excuse to be like, everybody can do it. It's, it's all good. <laughs> I don't believe that. I really believe we live in a man world that we created for us and, and it's advantageous to, to us uniquely. And right now what's going on, it's because of the knowledge of social, not social media, but the internet and, and a little bit social media. Uh, now we, we more and more realize this thing and more and more we have statistic and more and more we can have uh, access to the, the those things. We know who own what, we know. That wasn't the case before. That's very recent. And the unbalance is really showing, you know, uh, something like Me Too that's, could have not be uh, possible just few decades ago two or three mm -hmm. it's not that far mm -hmm. two or three decades ago people would have been like what bitch is talking about man mm -hmm. give her a career it's, come on you know it's not something you would have uh... so i'm gonna twist this question a little bit okay this is very interesting just because we're seeing women and men with their force and with strength and all that too and we try to raise our standard to be in men's world however let's change the role a little bit yeah Will you be proud to call yourself a stay-at-home dad, oh, doing yeah. all of, all of those household chores, oh, and being domesticated? Yeah. Oh yeah, I am. I mean, I do. <laughs> Come on, don't tell me I'm not like taking care of the house. You know what I mean? Like no, but I'm saying, would you think a lot of men would actually take, you know, take pride in in being that domesticated person who does take care of those things? Because honestly, for men who actually does that, they're being said, oh, you know, you're not that strong enough you're not being seen as a leader because you stay at home you do all of those things on top of the profession that they've chosen in but with women it's okay it's fine because that's your role you're expected to do that right yeah but you see the imbalance there oh, yeah of course of course and and that's what i'm saying things are not going to change that fast you know like a man that refused to raise his kid is it's bad it's, it's it's bad but it's not as bad in society that a woman that refused to raise her own kid people are going to be like what so yeah we still corner woman in role <clears throat> that you have to follow in places that you have to be 
we still choose, we still make the rules somewhat, you know what I mean? But more and more, yes, because as what I was saying uh, with the internet and everything, more and more we're going to see that. We're going to see the guy that's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not a soldier, I'm not a hunter, I'm not a man, I'm not like this you know, traditional ape, and, and I want to raise my home, uh, my, my kid being at home while my uh, wife is working. Yeah, it's something that in the 80s would have been like, 80s, even the 90s would have been like humiliating for men, you know, like, because people would have assumed that he cannot work, that's why he's staying home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, now it's something that we can do. It's something I would, would totally be proud to do because for me, I, and that's what, that's what I learned by being surrounded by, uh, yeah, by, by, by you and your daughter and, and all your family and all your sister and, all, and your mother and, and every female that you have in your entourage. Um, that's where I, I learned to, to what matter in life, you know, and, and raising a kid and, and being a good person and, and, and not being that competitive and being open and everything. That's something I learned from you. That's what I'm saying, that I think women are better people because, you know, I learned better things from you than from my fellow men since uh, forever. I don't learn uh, that much good from my fellow men, I have to say, actually. <laughs> I hear, like, I'm looking at him, it's like uh, he's nodding and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, so it's, it's that's like a very I, interesting conversation right honestly, here. Honestly, <laughs> the only thing that men bring in my life is, is this performance aspect. I like to watch football, uh, mm -hmm. I like uh, music, uh, but even... Um, see, let, let, let's talk about those things, you know, like let's talk about music or the, the film industry you were talking or yeah. stuff like that. You know, we see a lot of female performer. That's right. But who own those company most of the time? Who own the label? Who own exactly? You know, that's that's what I'm saying. As long that's not going to change, as long we're not going to balance um, the, the what what we have on earth, the the. the the land, the resources, what, what people possess. As long as we're not going to balance that, there's not going to be a real equality because women are always going to be in this, on the back seat, you know, of a car. Like, they're the same car, but you're not driving. Mm -hmm. And as, as long we're not going to switch or having two steering wheel in the car that sometimes once you have it. So I don't know, like, it's, it's something we never, I think, achieve as a species because evolution may put us in a situation where... We lead, you know, but more and more, I think that's going to change and more and more men are going to find, um, are going to learn from women in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a really good way. And it's, it's great, you know, and but I think the problem is goes deeper than just suddenly being open to certain things like and admit that, yeah, everyone's thing was a was a disgusting pig finally you know and not someone that was making it and mm -hmm. and reali realizing the dream honestly of many 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 men which is to be in a power position and have women available for you I, I know it sounds horrible what I'm saying but that you think that Motley Crue became Motley Crue just because they wanted to play music of course not you want it's everything we do is because we want women at the end and what it's creating now is we have men that is open now to mm -hmm. become a father at home or stuff like that, which we didn't saw before. And it's great. But now we have more the opposite. Mm -hmm. The men that hate women more than ever. You know, the incel, what's, what's the name of that? Yeah, men are single all their life. Yep. C'est ça, incel? 
Tu sais de quoi je parle, hein? Ouais. On prend juste deux minutes, je vais juste checker, moi. Parce qu'au Japon, c'est le même. Ils veulent plus avoir de femmes, plus rien. So, I'm talking about the incel. Uh, incel. E-Y-N-C-E-L. So, involuntarily uh, celebrate. So, so you, you personally, it's a, it's, a, it's a conscious effort not to be associated with women, not to like women? It's like, and you see that more and more in countries like Japan and everything, where really men reject women. They reject the power that they now have because now they somewhat call the shot because you cannot just pick them up at the river and bring them back at the tribe like the good old where days. Where is that coming so, from? That's, very, <laughs> that's a horrible thing to, to have. And I mean. now we have incel. And you've seen on social media, those guys hate women. All right, so... You said earlier, um, women are the film industry is contaminated by men, and this is calling all the attention of all uh, aspiring female directors, filmmakers. Yeah. Make that movement, create yeah. that haven for a lot of women to strive, and not just being seen as an objectified performer, but also someone who's running the business. So I think yeah. there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of women are actually on that path. Um, I just wish that we will have more here in Quebec or Montreal or just have that movement carry on moving forward. Yeah, but even then, um, right now, when you look at uh, very powerful actress in Hollywood, like uh, Nicole Kidman or Reese Witherspoon, of those girls that's working since their teenager and managed to still work in their 40s, which is for a woman, mm -hmm. a woman extremely rare. Um, it's because they create their own role. Mm -hmm. uh, so they create their own brand. Raze Witherspoon was talking about it. She didn't create all those roles for herself. She was not playing in anything right now. So it's like, it, it's still going on. Okay. You know, it's just like, the, the only difference with before is now the producer are going to have to be careful when they cast a girl, but... I think there's a lot of movement It's, right now. That's not going to change that fast. There's a documentary that went out lately when you have Nicole Kidman in it and... Um, You know that this this actress that everybody loves, she's old and uh, she's so good, and but she's always playing the old woman. She's the only one. What's her name? She's in uh, that show with Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman. The uh, Jean Marc Vallée. Meryl Streep. Meryl, Meryl Streep. There you go. Yeah, you know you're gonna have one Meryl Streep and one Nicole Kidman. You know what? It's like if you check male, there's a lot of old men actor that you know you can use and and people even think that they still look pretty good you know mm -hmm. a man can grow in this industry can get old in this industry and it's okay and no more than that we're going to be proud of him we're going to look at will smith and tom cruise they're in their 50 and we're like yeah guys still still rocking it man good for you bro but the actress past 20 <laughs> 29 it's like yeah we start to see line in her face you can go home now we're gonna find a cuter girl somewhere And the problem is, for some reason, there's unlimited amount of girl that want to be that girl. You know, it's that's where this all those contradictions. That's why we're not gonna like you know settle everything with one conversation. But that's where you men have a hard time to change their their own point of view of everything. You know, I'm gonna tell you a story about me. Once I did a casting with a very well known uh, filmmaker in Quebec. I was assisting him uh, to do a casting for a car commercial. And we were just looking for a girl to say one sentence in the commercial. Like a very, you know, sub kind role, whatever. Um, in three days, I think we received 150 women, something like that. One after the other. They were all better looking than the, the last one. It was crazy. One after the other. And they were all extremely nice, extremely available. And at the end of that thing, I went home. I received a phone call from one of those girls. She stole my phone number, and I, I'm not the greatest looking guy. I'm not Channing Tatum, you know, so imagine. 
Uh, she called me. She asked the coordinator there to get her my number because she uh, claimed that she know me. But I changed my number. She didn't have my new number. And because, you know, she's a cute girl, the guy just gave it to her, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She called me and she said, are you the guy that was at the casting? I said, yeah, I'm the, I'm the, the guy at the casting. She said, are you going to choose the girl that's going to be in the casting, at the, in the role? I said, no, I'm just going to give my, uh, Input. my suggestion, but the filmmaker is going to choose. She said, okay, I just want you to understand and I'm ready to do everything for that role. Wow. And I said, okay. And she said, everything wow and i was very uncomfortable and and in the meantime i was like if i have five percent of Harvey weinstein in my head at that moment i'm like oh yeah let's meet you know what i mean like how would i feel bad she's offering it you know but it is bad and it's very sad actually that some woman think that they have to go there and it doesn't help the male point of view that that it's gonna change because they're always gonna have that girl that's ready to play that game no matter what because it's a normalized process in the industry right it's a normalized process in order for you to get there you have to sleep on so many men or so many producers just to land on that big role because that's the path that was created for women over those years we and make it, the rule. exactly <laughs> yeah. unfortunately and it's sad but women are never really seen as she's cute she's really a good actress but in order for her to get there, she has to do those oopsies along the way, which yeah. is very unfortunate. It's very degrading. Yeah. And when you look back for a woman who have actually done that, let's say, for example, I've gone through the process. It's something that you don't want to look back. You only want to reminisce all of those success stories and celebrate all of them. But there's a part of you at the back of your mind that kind of hunts you because you did something that you're not proud of. Of course. Yeah. And it's very unfortunate. And I wish that women would actually have that kind of clear path to be able to to go to the end goal without having to go through those hoops yeah. and just being accepted and being seen as for what they are for how talented they are and how gifted they are to fulfill that role absolutely and it's just I wish there's going to be more and more of those um, opportunities for a lot of women. I know there's a lot of women who's curating a lot of startup companies um, showcasing yeah. themselves oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah, different yeah. level. A show like Shark Tank help a lot someone. I know, exactly. I know that show has his, uh, his flaw, of course, and, and the consequence that it brings sometimes. But the fact that they just put a couple of female on the, on the panel oh, absolutely. just open a lot of eyes that people are like, oh, okay, so I can have my multi-million company and I don't need like a jackass to, uh, absolutely. <laughs> to be in my face. Or though, even when you check the business well, um, I think that still there, women have to play the role of men most of the time. Not recently, but when I was younger, you know, the power suit, the shoulder pad, women says that they have to, to use a, a male language to be to yes. connected. You know, yes. women had to play the, the part, man's role. the man's role. Yes. Finally, we see less and less that. And finally, we see female CEO and female artists that have ownership of their things, yes. that nobody else owns their thing and they control it. And that's if I have to find one good aspect to the Kardashian is that they really yeah, use they, they, that, that those rules that yeah. we created and they just did also oh, for you sex matter. Well, OK, uh, why, why Kim Kardashian is known because she released a couple of t- uh, sex tape. And there you go. It's like she used and, and it's 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 cool and it's not cool. But, but. They, 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 they kind of act the system somewhat mm-hmm. by at first. Mm-hmm playing those role of the man and then switching them and getting all the advantage and you know what i mean and men got nothing and and it's great somewhat you know that now we're gonna have a new model of women where they're gonna be like you know what fuck man 
I can, I can, I don't have to play that part. I don't have to wear a power suit. I don't have yeah. to whatever. I can look like a freaking Kardashian and still have my multi-million company. Yeah, you know, it's okay. But even then, I think that it's not just that. We have to go way further in all yes, that debate. We have to stop comparing two different things as one. We have to, to take those two things separately and be like, oh, those two things have to grow to be at their best and then connecting them to mm -hmm. each other. You know, men have to appreciate strong women. And women have to also appreciate men and their nature and everything. You know what I mean? It's like uh, we have to both uh, and support and, and, and love what we are individually. You know, like I think it's just going to make better society. And I think that what we see now of the, with all those incels that we're talking about so and all those movements where men are really raging against women, it, it's something that I hope is going to pass. Uh, but I think it's very representative of how male feel to women. As soon you see one rise, you just you get mad <laughs> because you cannot like possess them that easily anymore. You know, it, it's, 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 everything changed. Before it was just like get money or, or, or just, you know, like it, it, now it's not, like, it's not that simple anymore. Well, we, we, so, we are actually occupying a bigger space right now, whether yeah. it be the market force, whether it be in the business world, the yeah. finance sector, or everything else. So women are becoming more and more visible because oh, yeah. of that drive, because yeah. of that strength. And I think that because there's a lot of women who have actually taken taking the courage to be the frontliner rather than the, be the passenger be on the passenger exactly. seat right yeah. and, and, and kick the driver out and exactly <laughs> you know pretty much and and this drive. is the reason why we're actually I've, I've actually created the podcast is mainly just because we need to highlight or showcase those stories we need to be able to become the voice for a lot of women who haven't found their voice in the process whatever stories they may have whatever struggles they may have you can rise up certainly rise up and become a warrior because unfortunately in order for us to become seen as one we need to be a warrior ourselves exactly and and i appreciate the fact that you've actually supported this idea with me i mean you know you guys been great you know the whole team which is the three of us <laughs> <laughs> we have actually managed to create something really interesting and very powerful and impactful and a lot more and more women are doing that and this is the reason why i made a little bit of switch rather than just having to interview women today is going to be different because i've incorporated men which is you because you've seen how i go through the whole process of where i am yeah, right now yeah. and a lot and how i continue to do so with bigger projects ahead of me because of the same goal not only to showcase strength but also because i never stop and i'm not i'm, I'm always going to move forward regardless whatever it is right yeah and you know this is the thing that i appreciate the fact that you support me along the way so in your opinion um how do you view women uh, that are strong and opinionated and is you know goal driven because some men think of it those type of women who are opinionated who are loud as bitch but women who is opinionated and yeah. you know um you know they're goal oriented and know what they want know how to take their space as you know like there's yeah. still stigma but of course why there's still that kind of a well, I think Impression. that's going to slowly change because there's going to be more and more women in situation of power where, like, those things are not going to float anymore, you know? Like, we're not in a Ron Burgundy world anymore. Uh, and there's going to be, like, a, uh, women are going to start more and more to input their own rule to that whole thing, you know? So it's not going to be as easy as before. Before, women go crazy on TV. Uh, men reaction, even on TV, was to be like, well, she's on her period or something, you know? And we'll laugh about that, you know? Like, it's... 
those things have to stop somewhat. You guys somewhat, accept you know? the fact that yeah. women have voice and they can be loud Obviously. and they can be obnoxious if they want to <laughs> just because we... There's loud and obnoxious women for a while, by the way, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's... It's it's okay. It's, I, I, I think it's in the acceptation. I think that's right now men in general have a crisis. If I have to talk just about men a second, we are in a crisis situation. That's why men dropping out of school like crazy. Men kill themselves like crazy, way more than women. Men are incarcerated, not really women. Uh, men get their kid taken away from them, not women. You know, there's a lot of things that if you're just looking at everything in the eyes of, in, in a point of view of men, men are in a crisis right now. That's why you have those incels and that's why you have all those things, those reactions in the social media where you have so much hate towards women. Because they start to express their voice. They start to say, no, this is how I function. It's not about you. It's about what I want, what I need. Men are not used to that so at it, all. So we kind of disrupt <laughs> the whole system and men yeah, start exactly, to freak out. Yeah, exactly. And men freak out. And you sit by the, 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 the brutality of the reaction. You know, like it's... That's not something I would have seen before, but now it's more than just few men. There's there's societies like uh, like we talk about in Japan, where there's really this movement of men rejecting women, like hardcore. And I really believe that sadly, all the sex robot and whatever invention they're bringing in that department is not gonna help. Uh, connecting because I think that women for a while are gonna keep separating themselves from the masculinity so they can find themselves and and you know develop their own sets of you know rules uh instead of just trying to match or standard are you getting me now i think it's a process and i think it's gonna go for a while if we don't close the door because and that's the problem if you check history there was moment in time in history where women were uh, was having a place Mm-hmm. You know, some part of Greece around like this era or some kind of uh, of Europe at this place while this era, you know, it's moment, moment yeah. in history where women were taking a, a place and they were like, you know, having as much to say than men. But when they start to have as much to say, it's kind of we close the door. And historically, that's what we always do. Uh, uh, we, 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 we let women take some place and then, they, and then we're like, yeah, let's try a way to just stop that. And as long we're going like, to live in a world of war, a world where brutal force is the number one thing that we uh, go by, you know, as long we're going to live in this world, it's going to be hard for women to really like, kind of install their own world, you know, mm-hmm. because it's a way different world. We're living in a, in a world where women would have uh, as much or more than what men have. I don't think there would be that much war and everything. I think it's a very male point of view to live like that mm-hmm. to always prepare for war and we're at war and you know that's a very <laughs> guy perspective of thing that we need to fight with someone every like moment of the day i don't think that it would be like that if it was woman you know uh that was in charge okay so that's very interesting it's a very productive very fruitful conversation and it's, it's yeah it's, uh, of course we're not gonna get around the yeah, whole because thing we, in but 40 we can, minutes exactly but, we can uh, go a different yeah. topic another time whatsoever yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's do a take two of that okay Another question that I'd like to ask from you. Yeah. Um, how do you think men should treat women in a relationship, in a workforce, professionally? And how should men view women as a whole? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I really do think that um, and that's what I learned a lot with you is like, it's about support, 
the more you're gonna be with someone, uh, the more you're gonna support the person you're with instead of, of controlling that person, the most you're gonna gain out of it. Mm -hmm. I really think that men have it wrong when they think that they have to be to control the woman they're with by being jealous or being controlling or mm -hmm. everything. So, yeah, if, I, I believe that by supporting, you gain more, actually, than by being controlling. And so that's what I learned. And we're raising a daughter together. Yeah. She's 16 years old. It's a very delicate age. And I think that what we try to teach her is that she can do whatever she wants. She doesn't have to limit herself to anything that, you know, like uh, anything, especially not men. And I think that's what we says a, a lot to her, you know, like he, you don't need a man to validate yourself whatsoever. <laughs> be your own person and then find someone that's going to support that. And that's exactly. what should be, I think, the way to do it. Uh, but as we know, even if we don't like push her to uh, talk about boys, this is the only thing she talked with her friends. So there's this, you know, yeah. this kind of contradiction it, in exactly. all that, you know, it's, it's like a process it, for her too. So it's like I, you desire something that you know is going to be somewhat harmful down the road. So it's, it's kind of strange. It's a learning that. curve. It's for a her. learning curve. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And, and you said at work, um, I, I just do believe that men have to just be more careful with what they say you know uh, a couple of week at my uh, a couple of weeks ago at my job i work in a tv channel uh, and I don't know, a media group and um, there was a girl walking and she uh, had a tight jeans on her and she's a pretty woman and she walked uh, near a guy and the guy passed and he looked at her and he say i'm translating here because he was speaking french but he say hey your jeans are uh, very exhausting me right now you know and she had this reaction that every woman got when she had a stupid joke she just smile and politely laugh you know that reaction yes <laughs> i do and but i know for a fact that she probably thought it was stupid and yes and being catcalled is not being catcalled is never a, it's yeah, never a comfortable situation to exactly. be in and for for a woman uh, it's it's really hard how you can retaliate how you can just like talk back and sometimes you're caught up in the but middle. that's the thing yeah. i think that at one point women should like look at the i think that the guy didn't they didn't learn anything at that point and that's the thing with men we never learn because when we're young most of the time the, mo the mother is extremely supportive and yeah. everything we do is so amazing and and and, and then and then nobody correct us after that you know the, the, what i and, and I, what she should have done it's to look at this guy after his stupid comment and say that you don't say those things to me. You make me really uncomfortable and, and leave. I do believe that he would have learned and he would have not said that again. True. But what did she do? She had this polite laugh, the mm -hmm. smile and the polite laugh that you, for some reason, women learn to do or because you see that a lot, mm -hmm. you know. And, and so the guy didn't learn anything and I think that nobody win. Yeah. So women should actually be more vigilant, should be more like uh, able to guard themselves and say, just like defend yourself. Say, you yeah. know what? Don't do that. It's not acceptable. Don't say that. You don't know? say You're that. You're being an ape right now and don't yeah, say that to me. Being... But we rarely yeah. see that. But I hope that the, the daughter we raise and, and I hope that the next generation of women are going to be like, you don't talk to me that way. And, and then trust me, they're going to stop. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree completely. All right. So one last thing, since our theme is about being a warrior. Yeah. What does being a warrior means to you? And how do you translate that to women? Um, that's a good question. Well, in a perspective of a woman, if you came up with that, the Compassionate Warriors show, I mean, it's for you, a warrior. It's, it's what we were talking sooner. You know, women have a lot of 
struggle, a lot of asphalt to go through just to gain as much as a man most of the time and stuff like that. For me, that's what a warrior is. Um, if you take it on my perspective, it's more like uh, just going day after day and keep going because life is freaking exhausting <laughs> and it's tiring. And it's we, especially in my domain, we uh, heard uh, the word no a lot, so we have to re rebuild uh, ourselves and keep going, keep going. So me, for me, uh, I'm a warrior because I got shot a lot, but I <laughs> keep. I keep uh, running on the on the on the battlefield, you know. So that's for me. It's my perspective uh, of a warrior. Um, if I look at you and your life, it's it's this ongoing battle that never ends because you have socially, at work, professionally, and everything you have to to fight somewhat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I do hope it's gonna get us to somewhere as a society where we're gonna stop just playing by your rules and we're gonna stop and we're gonna start comparing those two uh men and men, men and women mm -hmm. in, in in with based on one mm -hmm. uh on one comparison but like as two different things mm -hmm. that need to be respected respect and, and support individually and then maybe because nobody like to feel that you know you're being repressed or something like that mm -hmm. you know and right now what's happening it's what you see in men you know they feel even if it's I'm not like complaining for men, but they feel that this new empower that women have is like against them. It's not. It's not that. And when guys gonna stop being incel and stop like criticizing powerful women and 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 support them, well, those guys they're gonna understand that they're gonna get a lot more from supporting a woman that from <laughs> that from trying to crush her. You know, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I agree that hundred yeah. percent. So it's gonna. You know, I hopefully it's gonna change. Yeah. I, I hope yeah. so too. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Right, so this has been a really interesting conversation. I fun. really appreciate your time. It's really fun, actually. It's really fun. I learned a lot, and plus, you know, hearing about two sides of the coin makes it very easier and makes it very engaging and interactive. Yeah. So um, I'd like to thank all our listeners today uh, for joining us with this wonderful episode, The Compassionate Warrior. Um, this uh, podcast is about rising up and becoming a warrior. Um, it's about women empowerment and also we acknowledge men who are supporting women in the process. So once again, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel, The Compassionate Warrior. And it is available free via Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, and so it will be on Spotify. So if you want to know more about our guests and if you have any questions you'd like to be featured on our show, please uh, send us a quick comment or email us at the Compassionate Warrior. 2019 at gmail.com. So once again, my name is Alpha Kumba, your compassionate warrior. Bye for now.